This time period in the NFL is pretty quiet, right? We got some updates about Arlington Heights and the stalemate that's going on there from Kevin Warren. We also have the Bears players that made CBS Sports' top 100 list heading into the season. And we're going to ask what position group has improved the most this offseason. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow the channel right off the top at Shot Bears Central on every social media platform that we are on. That's that we want you to find us on. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So, Kevin Warren, we got a couple of, of uh, quotes from him. Uh, there was a a gathering or meeting yesterday in which you know he he he, he talked on it a couple of times, and we also got a follow up on from Daily Herald on it as well. But the quote that we got from Kevin Warren is, we've had a stalemate and lack of communication, and it sounds like it's a little more convoluted at this point in time than I thought it would be. Well, then we're in position to start exploring uh, other places and opportunities. So one of the biggest sticking points on this is the tax break, right? And so uh, right now with what happened, with what's going on right now, it looks like a reassessment of the property would would change the annual tax bill from $2.8 million to 16.2 million dollars now that is a substantial change like that that that's more than tripling the 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 just the the the, the amount that you would pay on taxes every single year and so with that said right it looks like the bears their last offer was 4.3 million it looks like uh the, the school system suggested 7.9 million um so it's just it's a lot going on right now and it seems like just because of that tax bill we could see a change in which the Arlington Heights situation does not just does not come to fruition. Now we've already talked previously about how the city of Chicago is going to try to get back involved, things like that. But hey, it's it's serious. There are three school districts involved in this as well that that you know that that could that that could impact this. And so overall, what what this brings us to is just the fact that this, this simply put, this situation with Arlington Heights, it may end up being that the Bears just do not build their stadium. And so while I initially thought it was going to be some posturing, and I still kind of think that to a degree, right? I want to be clear. It's not like I'm sitting there saying that there's no chance that this Arlington Heights thing may go through, but I do think that this puts a very good scope and perspective on it in the fact that if it does not happen, this is the reason why it won't it won't happen. So, you know, we'll, like I said, we'll continue to monitor it. We'll continue to talk about it here. Kevin Warren, this is this is his first big project here as well and so we'll see man Kevin Warren got his work cut out for him doesn't seem like it's gonna get easier anytime uh sooner rather than later and they're gonna have to go through this and ultimately it may end up with the Bears just not going to Arlington Heights which I know for some Bears fans is actually positive um for the Bears themselves with what they were trying to develop in kind of that epicenter that they were trying to go down there with restaurants hotels events everything it may affect that but it seems like the Bears are still focused on making sure that they get a stadium that they own. And they, as they should, right? I don't see anything negative with that. I think the Bears should be doing that, and they're doing the right moves. And, you know, I trust Kevin Warren. When you look at his history, he's going to make sure he puts the Bears franchise in the best situation possible. I truly do believe that. Let's just hope it all ends up working out. I, I Listen, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we, we got news that they actually started breaking ground, and then this came shortly thereafter. But let's get into some football topics. So CBS Sports came out with their top 100 list, and we had two Bears players on that list. 
and that is Justin Fields, who came in at number 78, even despite a 3-14 and season, and the most overrated linebacker in the NFL, according to ESPN. Idiot. Just idiots. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds comes in at number 93. Now, this leaves off quite a bit of players, right? This leaves off at least DJ Moore, who I know wasn't a bear last season, but, like, you would expect maybe DJ Moore to be on the list of the top 100 players as well, right? Um, and so it, it's brought a lot of questions, right? And at the end of the day, you guys know how I feel. Every bit of doubt that you can throw towards the Chicago Bears, throw them. I'm glad that Justin Fields is listed in the top 100. And Tremaine Edmonds as well, I definitely think they deserve it. I think DJ Moore deserves it. I even think there's a conversation to be made that, according to Khalil Herbert and his yards per carry last season, he could have possibly been on the list. But overall, I definitely understand why more Bears players weren't on this list, especially ones that were on this team last season. You can't expect a 3-14 and 14 team to have a bunch of players listed in the top 100. You just can't, right? And as much as these lists don't really matter, right, there are some that look at these lists that do uh, use it to form their opinions. We call those people, uh, uh, people who, fans who don't actually pay attention to the sports, who probably don't watch a lot. They just look at box scores. But, you know, with that said, it, I, I would not be surprised if in going into the 2024 season, we have quite a bit more players um, on, on these type of lists. But, hey, everything that we can get for motivation, I've said use it. Tremaine Edmonds, 25 years old. Listed at 93. Now, again, that's not all linebackers, but again, being listed on the top 100, I guess, can be looked at as a positive any way that you cut it. You're looking at, at the top 100 players in your sport, considering the amount of players that are on the field any given play. That makes sense. But I, I, I personally just think that, the, that Tremaine Edmonds is a little bit low on that list, in my opinion. And I would have said that had he not become a Chicago Bear. But again, that's kind of my opinion. You guys can let me know what you guys think on the list down below. Anybody else that you think should have, could have, or, or whatever on that list, do you think that maybe Justin Fields and Tremaine Edmonds should not be on the list at all? Let me know what you guys think on that down below. Now, before we go as well today, I want to talk about this. We've talked about the improvements made on the Chicago Bears team, and there's a, a, a couple of position groups, I think specifically, that have improved the most, and that is the linebacker group. Absolutely, when you look at bringing in Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, even Noah Sewell coming off the bench, the growth that we expect to see from Jack Sanborn, that, that, that group has improved exponentially. And I also think when you look at the wide receiver group, just by the addition of DJ Moore and how it could project to everybody to go towards the more kind of natural roles in the wide receiver core, I think that group also deserves some, some look at there. And I think the defensive line also, when you look at adding in Andrew Billings, Demarcus Walker, uh, Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, I think that you can do uh, convince yourself that that group has improved drastically as well, at least on paper. We, of course, have to see how it's going to work out on the field, whereas the linebacking core, you got Tremaine Edmonds, you got TJ Edwards. Those are proven. Like, you know what you're getting from them. And in Jack Sanborn's minutes last year, or his snaps last year, while he was a starter, led the NFL in tackles. So there's probably more of a Reason to think that based off what you saw on the football field from those guys individually to lean towards that. But I want to ask you guys, who do you, what position group do you think has improved the most? I definitely probably would lean more towards the linebacker group or the wide receiver. I even think our running back room has improved drastically when you look at Travis Homer, right? Kari blasting game. And then you look at uh, 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 Khalil Herbert. Uh, Dante Foreman, you got Roshan Johnson there. I love our, our running back room as well, um, and I think that that's improved a lot. I know people are going to say, well, we lost David Montgomery. How do, you, how do you think that that improved? But I just like the talent level overall that we have there, and I think that that group has improved substantially as well. 
and then you look at like the 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 DB back group, right? Uh, bringing in Tyreek Stevenson, but again, that's one player, right? So you really maybe you can't make the argument there. But the Bears and us as fans that follow this team night in and night out, have, knowing we have a pretty a pretty good level of confidence as far as the, the improvement that we've made on paper. Of course, as I always say, you guys know I try to be fair with that. The improvement on paper only gets you so far. We got to actually see that improvement come out on the football field. But I like how a lot of our groups have shaken out this year. And I think our running back room could be one of the best in the NFL. I think our linebacking uh, group, I don't know if I'm ready to say they'll be the best in the NFL or one of the best, but I guarantee you they're going to be one of the most active. They're going to be one of the most that you can bet on. They're going to be one of the most consistent as well, I think. And Noah Sewell. I just, I, everything I hear about this kid, more tape I see from him, I like him more and more every single day. Um, but I think overall, we know that we still have work to do. And the work has to come on the football field, which has been one of the things that I always look at when it comes to this team is like, yeah, I can get enamored by what's on paper, but I have to also see it on the football field. So, you know, again, to go over linebacking core. We, we, we added in Tremaine Edmonds, TJ Edwards, Noel Sewell, who all three of those guys may be the starter in the linebacking core by the time the season's done. Shout out to Jack Sanborn, uh, C-Dub's son. Yeah, wide receiver, we brought in DJ Moore, Tyler Scott, adding in that to Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, who was already on the team last year. Um, offensive line, we brought in Nate Davis, Darnell Wright. We still got to see that come in, but I like the improvements there overall as well. That interior defensive line, Andrew Billings, Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, and Demarcus Walker, who can play on the inside or the out. Love that group. And then we already talked about the running backs, adding Roshan Johnson and Dante Foreman to uh, Khalil Herbert and, and the growth he's had there. Really like that. And maybe one of the more underrated additions, positions that we've added additions to is the cornerback addition. I know a lot's been made of Tyreek Stevenson. He seems like he's going to shape out to be the starting cornerback there. Him, Kyler Gordon. And, uh, and Jalen Johnson, but you can't overlook Terrell Smith and the addition that we had there as well. So it's going to be fun to see. I like a lot of what we've done. We've talked about it for weeks now here with the, with the Chicago Bears Central and just how excited I personally am to, to get this season started, right? I think this is going to be one of the more fun seasons from the Chicago Bears to see the growth on offense, growth on defense, to have hopefully two-way play, right? Solid play on both sides of the ball, whereas the offense isn't completely killing the momentum that the defense is ha has having and vice versa. I can't wait. We are 75 days away from the start of the regular season for the Chicago Bears and not that far away from actually seeing Bears football again once preseason opens. As we head towards July, as we head towards that preseason, I am super excited for this. I Listen, you're, gonna, you're in, for, in store for some great content this, this year. From Chicago Bears Central, guys. You guys, make sure you stay tuned in for all of that. Uh, also, if you're on the YouTube side, go and subscribe to the podcast side as well. Leave a review there. You can't leave a review on YouTube. Leave a review on the podcast side, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever. Go subscribe there as well. If you're on the podcast side listening to us, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, Chicago Bears Central there on the YouTube side as we continue to grow this platform. And I promise you, the content that we got coming, you guys are going to enjoy a lot. But that's my time for today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes on Fridays and Saturdays, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on Chi-Town Up, but Bear Down, 
Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.